The following podcast you're about to listen to is brought to you by the Push Start Media Network, where everything you do in life begins with Push and Start. Enthusiasm Podcast. You know me. I am your humble host, Bryce Benjamin, along with a guy who needs no introduction. I got to give him one anyways. Co-host of the year, Mr. Ed Bruder in the building, not really via satellite. What's good, my dude? Not much. Two weeks running, co-host of the year, second consecutive week. I'd like that noted. You know you, know, you, know you is an excellent co-host when you get co-host of the year twice in the same year. Like that's, that's right. Heard of that's unparalleled, that, man. Thus far, the two weeks that you've given me this award in a row, I have dominated the month of September, holding it down for a sports your enthusiasm, and uh, very Ooh. happy to be here. But Ruder, yes, sir. There's more. Whoa! <laughs> what do you mean? We have a special guest. Oh, that's true. We do joining us via satellite, <laughs> Mr. Tim. I was practicing his name earlier. Pro in the building. Via satellite. I said that right. I said the last name right, Tim. You got it. You got it. Thank you for the kind introduction. <laughs> Pleasure to have you on the show, my dude, man. We really yeah. do appreciate you joining. And um, yeah, Ruder, he talked very highly of you. I was excited to meet you. I'm excited to do this episode with you. And I think it's going to be a hell of a good time. So we're going to rock and roll with it, baby. That's um, nice. You said that... Uh, I was someone who needed no introduction, which I think at this point is true. Tim, unfortunately, did need an introduction because he is woefully underrepresented in the households of Western New York right now. So we're trying to help that out a little bit because this guy, man, we should be hearing his voice two, three times. What, daily, Tim, would you say the, pe- the people need you? I mean, at least. At a minimum, two to three <laughs> times a day. He's coming from my co-host of the year award that I've been holding down the last couple of weeks. So we'll see what we can do. I like that. And matter of fact, you know what, Tim, man, we're going to give you a minute. We're going to put the spotlight on you. Let the people listening at home. We're going to talk your fanhood. So your favorite teams, favorite sports, players, moments, anything that you could think of, rattle off the top of your head, man. The floor is yours. Speak away, my friend. Absolutely. Uh, Buffalo born and bred. So I'm rocking Bills and Sabres all day. (laughs) I got that ringtone on all day. Um, Indians for uh, as far as baseball goes, uh, and I'm a Pacers fan when it comes to basketball. Um, so it's been tough slutting for 33 years. Um, <laughs> zero championships. Um, that's that's pretty much where I, I live in in the solitude of the man cave of loser teams. But I still every Sunday at one o'clock, every you know Tuesday and Thursday at seven for the Sabers. And then any Indians game I can catch if they're not blacked out, even though we don't even live in the same state. Uh, it's, it's, I just, I, I love any sport I could possibly get, get my hands on. Uh, I love playing volleyball, not much of that on TV, but uh, yeah. Uh, mostly Bills and Sabres and Indians as far as that goes, though. It's, 
That's that's the blood that runs right here. All right, man. I respect it, man. Your your enthusiasm is definitely felt. I like it. <laughs> I can say uh, second second only to uh, beach volleyball when I've watched the ladies beach volleyball on, on TV. Sometimes they have that in the Olympics. Uh, Tim uh, should be known not only a great volleyball player, but also same outfits as when those girls are on there. So the, it's it's a, it's a treat. It's a special treat every time I get to watch Tim play volleyball. So yes, I just want that known so people can get the visual. Yeah, this is all radio, luckily, for everybody. So <laughs> he's, he's actually in that outfit right now, folks. He's, he brought he came. I told him to dress sporty. So he wore his uh, his volleyball bra. And is that where they were those spanks, Tim? They're the very spankies, handsome. very spankish. And very he has spanky. and he has the beard to just tie it all together, man. Oh, he looks like he looks like Fitzpatrick in a sports bra right now. It's I did not go to Harvard. <laughs> no, he's not a Harvard grad. Gentlemen, week three is upon us. Football season is in full swing, man. We had some excellent games week one and two. We had some excellent blowouts. Shout out to my Baltimore Ravens. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to this this slate of week three games as we kind of go along with it. I hit my parlay last week, Rooter. Feeling good about that, man. I got another one for the people listening at home that they definitely should go bet on, and they'll hear it as we progress through this episode. Um, how about yourself, sir? Did you bet any money? I did not this week. Um, I try to stay away from gambling the best I can because after my first two weeks of our uh, very special Beat the Odds podcast, I've realized that uh, I've got some work to do. You know, back to the old drawing board for me. Uh, my my lock of the week, I'm, I'm only one for one there. So I'm nervous. I lost on my Dolphins last week. I, I was a winner. Mm. Uh, I know I'm sure we'll have a lock of the week this week. That's It's going to be better. Week, week one's tough, right? I mean, week one, you don't know preseason, no OTAs, nothing to go by. But uh, I think I think both of us and Tim are going to be locked in this week. So, how about you, him. Tim? Yeah, how about you, man? Have have uh, are you a better? And have you had the betting scene been treating you right? Uh, it, it's been hit and miss. Just I mean, that's why they have them, right? That's a fact. Um, I I parlayed six and got five. So I mean, <sighs> chalk it as an L, you know. But you, I bet Bills hard at five and a half, and that bit me a lot. Mm, so. oh. Yeah, that bit a lot of people, man. Fist magic. Yeah. Coming down the field, ripping Bill's uh, heart still. Wanted that field goal. Wanted a field goal bad there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's tough. tough. But hey, listen, we're gonna make up for it this week, man. All right, we got some good games on the slate. Starting off, first game we got here: the Las Vegas Raiders coming off of a Monday night beatdown. Yeah, not really a beatdown, but they did they did take it to the Saints pretty good. And uh, they'll be traveling to New England to take on the Cam Newton-led New England Patriots. Ruder, what's your thoughts on this game? Who are you picking? And why? matter of fact, no, Ruder, we're going to let Tim go first, man. He's the guest oh. of honor. I'm going to let Tim take the lead here, sir. Tim, who are you picking? Why are you picking them? Floor is yours, sir. Sure. So I have New England winning the game, but I, I think Vegas with the points uh, is the call here. Uh, I just I like the way they looked. Um, and I, New England still hasn't really done much for me. I know Cam has had flashes of the old Cam, if you want to call him that. But Vegas, like, I think Josh Jacobs is a stud. And I, I honestly think if Vegas can control the clock, that's kind of Gruden's mantra. Uh, and it has been, even though maybe, you know, 10, 20 years old. Um, I really, I think Vegas can take it to him. Um, I got a 27-23. Okay. Okay. And then... 
my my apologies. I uh, didn't didn't give the lines here. So uh, as of right now, the New England is minus six, and the over under is forty seven. Mm-hmm. All right, and then uh, Ruder, what are you thinking, man? I'm going to concur with Tim there. Uh, I actually had Las Vegas last week against the Saints with points. Um, here, getting points again. Uh, what what I saw out of uh, the passing attack in particular with the Raiders, I thought was just a whole hell of a lot better than I thought it would be. You know, uh, Waller, I think, is the real deal uh, at tight end. He might be a top three tight end in this league. Uh, as Tim mentioned, Josh Jacobs is, is absolutely for real. I thought he was for real last year, and he continues to be. So uh, I actually like the under in this one. It sounded like Tim liked the over by just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go a little lower there. I'm going to call it um, – I. I I honestly, I think the I think the Raiders win this one. I think that the Patriots have been lucky to scrape by with a couple of victories. Mm. Um, but uh, I, I do like Cam. I, he looked surprisingly good. But I, I'm going to go with the Raiders in a low scoring game, like 20 to 13. So you are drinking the Raiders Kool Aid. Um, yeah, it doesn't taste very good. Like it's not. <laughs> I don't know that it's like playoff Kool Aid. But I, I'm drinking Week Three Kool Aid. Sure. <laughs> I respect it, man. Vegas impressed me uh, against New Orleans. Um. Derek Carr, your boy, Ruder, he 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 looked phenomenal. He literally carved that New Orleans defense apart. Darren Waller, he's he's awesome. Josh Jacobs, um, I am a fan, officially become a fan of his. He's he's a very good running back. I think he's a top five back in this league. However, with all that being said, um, New England don't lose in New England. It's it's really that simple to me. Like I was looking at a stat earlier since like the year since 2020 years for the past 20 years, they lost like nine games in New England. Like this shit is ridiculous. Um, I'm going to roll with New England. I like what I've seen from Cam. He looked awesome in that Sunday night showdown against Russell Wilson and uh, killer cam is back, man. The arm looks live. It's exploding out of his hand. He can run the ball. And then uh, that defense is still still pretty solid. Um, I think it's going to be a ball control type of offense for New England in this game. I think they're going to grind out the clock. They're going to run the ball because that Raiders defense is not good. Like that defense is not very good. And uh, I think it's going to be a score of 20 to 10. So I do like the under in this game. I think I am going to bet the under. And uh, I think New England kind of grinds this one out in a score of uh, 20 to 10 and pull this a victory off there. So. Yeah, man. Moving on. Next game on the slate here. We got the Chicago Bears versus the Atlanta Falcons. Chicago's 2-0, surprisingly. Atlanta is 0-2. And uh, right now, the line stands at Atlanta are the favorites, minus 3.5. Over-under is 47.5. Ruder, I'm coming to you on this one, man. Who are you rolling with in this game and why? Um, I would have to say I'd I'd have to roll with Atlanta here. I think both of these teams are not performing the way I thought they would be so far this year. I would have liked Atlanta to at least have one win by now, uh, but they had the misfortune of, uh, you know, running into a, a couple of games that uh, one where they were blown up defensively and a second one where they let it slip away at the last second on maybe the slowest onside kick in the history of football, uh, which was still just shocking to me. Terrible. That way uh, that was terrible. Dallas beat them. And what I will say about that game is that they, uh, we're not beaten by Dallas. They they beat themselves in that game without question. Uh, that's a game that Atlanta should have won. And I'm not even a big Dallas hater like everybody else. I still think Dallas is a playoff team and Atlanta had them beat. That being said, you know, we were also, you know, one big time Mitch Trubisky fourth quarter comeback away from the Bears not being at 2-0. 
so I don't think that the Falcons are are favored by enough here. I, I think it may be a high scoring game just because there may be some garbage time scores by the Bears. Uh, so I'm looking at something like uh, 37 to 37, 26 or something like that. There's gonna be some ugly points, a missed two point, con- missed two point conversion at the end by the Bears, something goofy, but it won't even be as close as a score. And I've got the Falcons uh, taking this one. All right, beautiful. Tim, what'd you think of my dope? Uh, I'm agreeing with Ed on this. I think Atlanta, I think Matt Ryan is just slinging the rock everywhere. Um and I still don't believe Chicago is a contender. Two and zero. I just it's it's a smokescreen to me. Um, I, I I'm banging the over on this. I just think Atlanta can score at will. Uh, I have it thirty one twenty four is kind of where I'm sitting, and I, I think it's the same way as, as Ed said. It's just not as close as the score looks, and Chicago just picks up those yards and a, and a couple points at the end. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm agreeing with y'all as well. I think Atlanta should win this game. Um, Chicago. So right now, Atlanta has the number two passing offense in the league. And uh, that's right behind the Buffalo Bills. Who would have thought that? And uh, Matt Ryan, he's a, he's looked good so far. Um, I think he has what about six or seven passing touchdowns so far this season. And uh, Chicago is ranked number 20th so far in pass defense, although they have only given up one passing touchdown this far. So that's kind of interesting there. Um, I still think Atlanta is going to score a lot of points. Uh, I compare them literally to like the Houston Rockets of the NFL is just all offense and zero defense. And uh, I think Trubisky can possibly put up some points against this Atlanta team as well. So I think I'm going to hit the over on this one as well. And uh, I got Atlanta winning by a score of 34 to 27. And um, yeah, yeah. Simple as that, man. Atlanta Falcons finally get their first W and yeah, I think that Chicago's flawed. Like I, they're, they're, they're fake. Trubisky sucks. I'm not going, I'm not, <laughs> I'd never bet with Trubisky. I'm not going with that one. So yeah, give me Atlanta and uh, give me the over on that game myself. Um, All right, moving on. Next game on the slate here. We have the Houston Texans. Oh, and two Houston Texans are going against the two and O Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, right now, Pittsburgh is favored in this game. Minus four. Over under for this game is 45. Gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'd like to go first on this one. Go for it. All right. So I'm picking, I've been re- listening to a lot of podcasts and watching a lot of different talk shows and, and whatnot. And everybody keeps picking Houston from the pure, oh, it's desperation and they can't go one, one, three. And, and I'm just kind of thinking to myself, like, okay, I can do that, but I'm going to look at the actual teams and how they play. And uh, Houston isn't really good. Like, Deshaun Watson, he's awesome. I love him to death. Um, great quarterback. That offensive line is still shitty. He holds onto the ball a little bit too long. And this Pittsburgh's front seven is not the front seven you need to do that against. I think they're going to have a field day. I think TJ Watt is currently, in my opinion, the better Watt right now, is going to have a monster game as well as Bud Dupree. And I think it's just going to be all over Deshaun Watson. And uh, I think this can get very ugly very quickly. Um, I do have Pittsburgh winning this game. Let me find my score real quick. Uh, I got them winning 26 to 13. By the way, they have scored 26 in back-to-back games, so I just kind of stuck with there. <laughs> just give them 26. And uh, I kind of like uh, Pittsburgh to cover as well. So that's my pick. Um, Tim? I'm following Sue here. I got Pittsburgh. And um, other than my the fact that I don't really just like the Texans or Bill O'Brien, I honestly think Terrible that- Terrible head coach. Yeah, I think that it could come down to to wits, and I really think Mike Tomlin is a much, much better coach. 
Uh, I think he knows how to push the buttons of his guys. And I, I think Pittsburgh, I mean, I think they covered. I have it 24-17 just because I think all around Pittsburgh brings more to the table than Houston. <clears throat> Simple as that, man. Ruder. Yeah, buddy. I like what you said about uh, everyone saying that Houston's going to be in desperation mode and they can't go 0-3. Sure, they can go 0-3. Exactly. And they're going to go 0-3. That's not a very good roster around Deshaun Watson. You can say what you want about David Johnson, uh, you know, Brandon Cooks. I'll tell you, Fuller looked good. Uh, but you know, he, he was never all that far away, seemingly, unfortunately for him, an injury away from, from not even being out there on the field. Um, I don't think that Houston is very good. And I think Tim was exactly right as well, that, uh, they're coaching, they're going to be out coached in this game. I have no question. Billy O'Stooge, uh, as he's been lovingly <laughs> referred to is, uh, I don't think he's the answer for their long term, not only in personnel, but also on the field. Uh, I'm a little nervous that they have the Steelers actually at only a four point favorite at home. Cause I think that uh, maybe they're undervaluing how good that, that Steelers defense is uh, when you watch them, the way they, the way they punish ball carriers and how few running rushing yards they've allowed uh, to some very good players so far this year. Uh, I don't think that David Johnson and company have a chance. I think they're going to force Deshaun Watson to throw the ball and uh, I'm going uh, handily. We're, I'm going to go with the under two. Uh, but we're we're gonna call it like thirty to ten uh, Steelers. This this is an easy one for me. By the way, uh, Houston and their two losses, they have lost by a combined score of sixty seven to thirty six. Yeah, they're they're not a good team, man. They're they're really not yeah. this year. They're I not. I mean, and, 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 his own. Yeah, yeah. Roethlisberger has looked pretty solid. I mean, you know, to to be thirty eight years old and coming off shoulder surgery, he's looked pretty good. It took him, it seemed like it took him about a half of football. You know, he started to look himself yeah. after the first game of the year, the second half of that first game, he yep. started to get comfortable again. And I, I think he's there and uh, he might not be big Ben from eight years ago, but he's certainly solid. And he's, it seems like he's got more playmakers around him than Deshaun Watson does. And he can actually throw the ball down the field too. Unlike certain older quarterbacks, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. We have the next game on the slate here. We got San Fran traveling back. What did I call it last week, uh, Ed? The, the, the Netherlands? The, you called it the Netherlands. Yeah. Little off. The Meadowlands. The Meadowlands. Yeah, I got it corrected this time. Not the Netherlands. All right. Traveling back there. And uh, I mean, they, they might be having like nightmares from that game, man, because they literally lost everybody. Like their whole defensive line is hurt. Um, I'm sorry, but the, the line right now, the, the Niners are favorites. They're minus three and a half and over under is 42. Uh, Tim, this one's for you, man. What you thinking? So I think the Giants and Jets are vying for the worst team in football. And I think San Francisco minus a quarterback minus an all pro defensive end are still better than the New York Giants. Um, I'm taking San Fran. I'm taking the under on it, though. I have it at 20 around 21, 13, somewhere in there. No scoring happening in this game at all. There's no way. (laughs) It's just this is a recipe for a horrible game to have to watch. Um, yeah, I agree a hundred percent on that one, bro. Um, I'm, I'm nailing it under on this one. Like this is going to be part of my parlay, honestly. And, uh, like the quarterback, who's, who's, uh, the backup for San Fran. It's going to be Nick Mullins is going to okay. be starting for the 49ers. Nick Mullins, San Fran, like everybody is hurt. Like they're, they're a whole, like literally the, the Richard Sherman's done for the season. Possibly uh, Solomon Thomas is done. Nick Bosa is done. D Ford is out for this game. Mostert is hurt for this game. 
Debo Samuel, I believe, is still out. Debo is still out. No George Kittle. Like, everybody, like, all of their best players are literally hurt, and I'm still picking them to win this game because the Giants <laughs> are that shitty. Um, yeah, and I got it at a score of uh, of uh, 13 to 10. Uh, Low-scoring game. I'm got to hit the under on this one. I don't think they're going to score any points, and uh, it's going to be just an ugly game to watch. But um, hopefully they can just get out healthy. Rudy, what you thinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on this one. I'd agree. I wanted, I wanted to point out that despite all of those injuries and the, the whirlwind of, of basically just shit that 49ers fans had to endure, they still beat the Jets 31 to 13. I think they could do the same thing to the Giants here, uh, even with Nick Mullins. And uh, sure, we'll go, we'll go with that as well. We're, we're on the, the three-peat for all of us on San Fran beating the, beating the Giants. And one final note on that, uh, Saquon is out for the Giants. And <laughs> all those players out for San Francisco, uh, the loss of Saquon to the Giants might be might be just as hard felt for them. So They're missing uh, a receiver too, uh, Shepard. He's going to be out. Yeah, Shepard's out too. So these are two really banged up teams. I love that you guys are going with the under. I, I could see it being really ugly. Like, I mean, you don't see a lot of scores like this anymore, but if it was like 13 to 3, it wouldn't surprise me. That's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. Um, all right, next game on the slate here, Cincinnati traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Uh, right now, both teams are 0-2. Eagles are favored in this game, minus 4.5, over under 47.5. Reuter, you want to go ahead and take this one first, bro? Sure, sure. I think I might go against the grain here a little bit, uh, but I think I'm going with the Bengals, uh, believe it or not, uh, at least to cover, at least to, at least to not lose by – by five. Um, I, I like what I saw out of Burrow a lot. I thought all things all in, he outplayed uh, Baker Mayfield uh, last Thursday. I really think that he played with poise. He seems like a winner out there. The Eagles seem lost. I, I don't know if that's if that's what you guys are seeing, but they just don't seem like themselves. And I think that uh, Cleveland, although flawed, they have a lot of talent on that team and the Bengals were able to hang with them every step of the way. I think they're going to do the same against the Eagles. Um, I, I think that that's an awfully high scoring line for this game at 47 and a half. Um, so I'm going to go with the under here again today, kind of a trend. I think a lot, there's a lot of scoring last week. I think it comes back down to earth this week, but uh, I like the Eagles to, to win perhaps. I, it's tough to call, but I'm just going to say that I like the, the Bengals Bengals to cover and I am going to uh pass on giving a score. How about that? I that's that's such a cop out. Is that allowed? That's that a such cop a out? cop out. <laughs> it's a like, cop out. Come on. Okay, I'm gonna give you a score. Uh uh 27 24. Okay. And guess what? I'm not telling you which way either. <laughs> <laughs> so you have your score and you can well you already said it. that you already said that you like the Bengals to cover, but you want the Eagles to win. Yeah, I mean maybe. I don't know. That's, that's a tough call, but this is a hard one. If it was easy, they'd have just regular Joes on the street doing it, not us, right? I mean, that's a that's a fact. I don't know. I'm with you on that one, bro. I'm I'm staying away. Hard. I'm not I'm not touching this game in the betting. Um, I got the Eagles winning it. I got a score of 31 to 20, and uh, oh. I don't feel good about it. I don't. I don't feel good about it. I just Carson Wentz look like shit. Like yeah. the offensive line is shitty. Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow. He he will look very good against Cleveland, but. Like he was getting battered and he just kind of stuck with it and just kept coming at him. And like a lot of it was just like garbage time points that he put up in the fourth quarter. So I was like, okay, he, 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 he stuck with it. I give him credit there. They're both defenses are shitty right now. Uh, I just go with the less shitty team, I think, which is the Eagles. <laughs> I'm right. I'm, I'm with Ed on this and it was almost a carbon copy with the score. I, 
when I was going through all these games, this was probably with the spread and the points was I just did have wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. I got I have Philadelphia win in the game 27-23. I just I like Joe Burrow. I think he's he looks like the consummate pro and he's only two games into his career. I don't know if they have the weaponry that he needs right now as far as being a a contender, obviously, but I just Philadelphia looks so lost. Um I just I can't see this game being pretty not quite as bad as a giant San Fran, but um, I got Cincy covering, but Philadelphia winning this one. You got a score for us? Oh, yeah, you, said, you said it already. I'm back. My 27 bad, my 23. Bad. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next game here. We got the LA Rams traveling to Buffalo to take on your Buffalo Bills. Right now, the uh, Bills are favorite minus one and a half. So this is almost a pick 'em. And then uh, the over under right now is 46 and a half. Tim, this is your team, man. I'm going to let you go ahead and lead the way on this one. What's your thoughts on this game? Who are you rolling with and why? Oh, man, I, I saw this earlier in the week as a two and a half. And when I went to one and a half, I was even more scared. I This is going to be a really tough game. I It's really hard for me to envision a Buffalo Bills team with an air assault, but that's exactly what they have right now. And I think this is going to be a little bit of a high scoring game. I'm taking the bills because I can't not take the bills, but um, I have this still as a, a, a field goal is going to make that make or break this game. So I hope Tyler Bass has his, his right shoe on. Um, I got 31, 28. I'm taking the over. I think Buffalo having Milano back and having Edmonds back is going to be huge against Higby. Um, Gusecki kind of, they dissected the middle of the field and I really think LA planned on those two linebackers not playing, but they were both like kind of full go as of uh, end of the day yesterday and today. And I think that's a huge difference. Um, I think that could be the difference in the game is shutting down Higby. Um, Cause I think the rest of Buffalo's defense is just stacked. Um, Allen throwing for maybe 300 again. He's making it look easy, but Buffalo's taking this. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the over on that as well. I'm very interested to see how Josh Allen plays in this game um, because this is going to be the best defense that he's won against so far. And this will be the best team that Buffalo has played so far. And uh, right now, this is going to be one of those games for me for Buffalo. That's going to show me if they are true contenders for this AFC title. Um, Josh Allen, man, kudos to him. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I don't care who he's played. They're all NFL team. He has looked awesome. Um, he has proven that he has worked on what his flaws from last year, which was throwing the ball down the field accurately. And he's looked really solid there. He didn't turn the ball over against Miami. Um, I'm rolling with Buffalo to win this game. I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. got to figure out a way to block him. Jalen Ramsey. I want to see if Josh Allen doesn't let his ego get in the way and doesn't like challenge him to the point where he's making plays. And, uh, we'll see what, what, uh, McDermott can do to uh, combat Sean McVay's offense. So I got Buffalo winning by a score of 28 to 27. And um, yeah, simple as that, Reuter. So I have this thing inside me that goes, you know, I've, I've been watching Buffalo sports for as long as I can remember. I'm not even gonna, not even gonna date myself here by putting actual years on it. But there's just this thing deep down inside me that goes, ah, Buffalo can't be that good, right? It's just something that, it's just inside me. <laughs> just it's illegal. Kind of, 
it just can't be just that close good. So when you see they've got the league's leading receiver, when you see they have the league's best passer thus far, when you see them talking on ESPN about the Bills' amazing aerial attack, you just think to yourself, it can't be real, right? And uh, so with that mindset going into this, because somewhere I, I do hope the Bills win this game at home. I think it'd be great to see them go 3-0, and be an amazing story, but – I just, I don't see it for some reason. I just, I can't bring myself to seeing it. I think the Rams match up really well. They've got a lot of uh, very, very quick, very good route running receivers. I think that that is something that might give the Bills fits. Even with Edmonds and Milano back, I think Tim was very apt to point that out. Uh, You know, that was a a smart call there. But I think that uh, uh, Cooper Cup can eat you alive. I think that uh, Higby, as was mentioned, is very good. And, uh, man, congratulations to to former Bill. Former Bill. Tim, who am I talking about? Wide receiver, former Bill of the Rams, mm-hmm. made his uh, money. Bobby Woods? That's right, Robert Woods. He just got paid, didn't he? Like $65 million or something like that? Yeah, he definitely got hit. And, and I'll tell you, well-deserved, because this guy, he was really good in Buffalo. Really underappreciated. He went there. Everyone's talking Cooper Cup. Everyone was talking, you know, Brandon Cooks at the time. Uh, Sammy Watkins was there for a while. And I'll tell you, for my money, Robert Woods was was the best player out there on the field at the wide receiver position for for most games. So w- went a little long winded there, but I ultimately uh, I've got to go with the Rams. I concur that it's going to be high scoring, but uh, let's let's call it thirty five twenty eight Rams. All right. <clears throat> The Buffalo faithful is booing you right now, Ruta, just to let you know. It's okay. It's okay because there's got to be a step back. I think if nothing else, I think the Bills are – I still say that the Bills are going to win the division. I still like the Bills to uh, make a playoff run. Oh, I just, now you want to backpedal. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm, not back, I'm, I'm not backpedaling from this game, though, because I think what they've done is they've, okay. played, they've played the Jets and the Dolphins. I think this one's going to be a rude awakening, right? It's just going to be that, that difference in the level of play of this team. I think yeah. it's going it, to be a shocker. And it might, you know, snap them back to to reality a little bit. But I still like this Bills team. I'm not, I'm not hating. I respect it. All right, moving forward. Uh, next game on the slate here, we got the Tennessee Titans traveling to the Minnesota Vikings. Right now, the Titans are the road favorites, um, minus three, and over under is forty nine and a half. Um, this is uh, one of my locks of the weeks, and I'm, I'm going to be betting on this game. And uh, I, I'm going Tennessee. Like the, the Vikings are shitty. Like they're bad. Like that team is what, it, what? Like what are they good at? Like there's nothing that they're good at. I can go through almost every team in the NFL right now and kind of like pick out something that they're decent at. Besides the Vikings, like Kirk Cousins. You know how I feel about uh, Kirk Cousins, Ruder. He's ass. Dalvin Cook. They like he's run effectively, but like they don't give him the ball enough. Their defense is bad. They can't generate a pass rush right now. And Tennessee has looked great, man. Tennessee has looked awesome. Um, like they, they beat uh, who they beat week one. They, they beat uh, damn, who was it? They played Denver. They beat Denver week one, and it should have been a higher score than what it was. You know, besides the missed field goals, Tennessee Tannehill has looked pretty good. Derrick Henry is running the ball. They're giving their feet in him. I got it to score thirty to seventeen. Um, I like Tennessee in this one here, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm putting that in my parlay. Uh, Tim? Uh, I think you're spot on there. I think one of my favorite things from last week was that Stephon Diggs had 153 yards and Minnesota's passing offense at 130. Wow. Um, I think Minnesota is horrible. Um, 
I think that I, the loss of Diggs was huge, but I just, Kirk Cousins does nothing for me. Um, I, I have Tennessee. I, I have it a little bit tighter. I'm taking the under 24, 21, but I think Tennessee can just absolutely control that game. Brewster. At the, at the risk of being contrarian here and going against your lock of the week and Tim's concurring with your spot on analysis there. I'm going with the Vikings here. Wow. Vikings getting points. I, if, if you look, Kirk Cousins started off terrible last year too. He's a slow starter. That boy He's going to come out. You like that? And we're going to say, no, 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 we don't like that right now. Right. That's what Stefan Diggs at the beginning of last year. Didn't like Definitely that. Definitely don't like that. <laughs> Nobody liked Definitely that at the beginning like of that. last year. But guess what? He he turned it around. And this year, he has the further displeasure of not having any OTAs, not having any offseason, uh, not having any preseason. And I think that Tennessee, <laughs> I have this, again, I have this thing. I go back. Tannehill was my guy with my Miami Dolphins for several years. I just, he can't be good, right? It's, it's, is that a thing? He just can't be. Like the th- He's not allowed. Him, You're not allowed to have success, he can't. sir. He can't be that good. I think uh, Daniel Hunter gets it figured out. I think Thielen has a bounce back game. He was a little bit banged up. Uh, the, the Vikings at home, they're, they're going to win this game. It's going to be tight. It's, it's probably going to go to an over type situation, but I'm calling it, uh, we'll call it 30 to, 30 to 25 Vikings. And uh, Delvin Cook has underperformed so far for his level of talent. He's going to get it going against the Titans. They don't give him the ball, Ruder. Like They're going he, to this week. They're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. I man. hope so, because they keep giving the ball to Kirk Cousins, man. Captain Kirk is not it. He's going to be all right. I'm telling you, watch him turn it around. He's got some, he's also got some young receivers out there. I think he's got, uh, I think it's Justin Jefferson that's with them, if I'm not mistaken, or, or somebody out there. There's yeah. some, somebody's yeah, going to figure it out. I'm mostly going against what you two are saying right now, but. I convinced myself, right? I mean, that's all it takes, right? It's just to say some stuff, right? I don't know. I'm with it. I'm with it. Watch. Hey, go ahead. Hey. Side, side bet here, buddy. I respect it. At home. <laughs> Tough to win at home. They got that horn out there. Did you ever hear that Viking horn? One thing you got going for you is that this is not a primetime game. You know how Cousins perform on primetime games. Hey, fucking primetime <laughs> Kirk. He's, he's the man, Captain Kirk. Okay. He's like one and six. He's fine. Oh, boy. Um, all right, moving on. Next game on the slate here. We got the Washington football team. Oh, my favorite name. Best name in sports right it's now. It's grown on me. Versus, really? Has it, has it really? No, of course not. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. I can't, I can't see your, you know. Um, anyways, versus the uh, Cleveland Browns. Right now, Browns are favorites. Minus seven and a half at home. Over under is 45. Ruder, what are you thinking, my man? Uh, this is an interesting one. I think that, uh, the Browns giving away so many points is scary. Uh, I, I do think Cleveland could be a good team. I mean, if nothing else, they, they won that game against Cincinnati. Um, you know, Baker, I think he's got to step into a role of a bit more of a game manager. You know, when he first came out, uh, I thought maybe he had like a little farve in him. Do you remember when he remember his first season that, that second half of the year when he came out and he was gunslinging and he looked good out there and he wasn't perfect. I thought he's going to throw some picks not super athletic, you know, not the, not the, maybe the strong arm that Favre had, but he had that, like that Favre mentality. And I thought he was going to win some games. And now I'm starting to see he's, he's way more Ryan Fitzpatrick than he is Brett Favre. You know what I mean? He's a guy that can in the right position, win games for you. I think, uh, especially when he's got all that talent around him. I think uh, Washington is, is not good. And I think that the Browns win this game at home. 
probably by seven and a half. I'll give it to them. I'll give the Browns the, the win here, even at the seven and a half point spread. We'll call it 30 to 20 going with the over and going with Cleveland. What'd you think it's Um, I'm thinking Cleveland here. Uh, I just honestly think all Baker Mayfield really needs to do is hand the ball off and dump the ball off. Uh, I think the talent is while he does have talented wide receivers. I think the backfield is just flush um, I think Washington's just way too bad to, to be able to, to keep up with all those weapons. Uh, I know he doesn't always utilize them, but I think Baker is, he's kind of due for a game here. You know, he's still like, I know he was number one overall pick a few years ago, but the, the reason he, he was the number one overall pick is because he can ball. Um, I'm taking the under though at 24 to 13. I think Cleveland just handles them. Um, and I, just, I think they have too many weapons that Washington just cannot handle all of it. Yeah, uh, I got a similar score. I got a score of Cleveland winning 24-10. And yeah, I'm just like, if Cleveland is smart, and I know it's a stretch, I know it's a far stretch, but if they're smart, they just hand the ball off to Chubb and and Kareem Hunt, Mm -hmm. our friend of the show and future guest of of, of this show, Kareem Hunt. Um, And yeah, man, I, I just... I'm hoping that Stefanski just kind of just knows like, okay, this worked against the Bengals last week. Maybe we should kind of stick with it. Try to neutralize this pass rush of, of Washington because Washington has a hell of a defensive front set uh, front line. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll with them being smart. I think they're going to run the ball. I think going to handle the clock and uh, Dwayne Haskins hasn't looked too hot to me yet. Um, although I like Terry, scary Terry. That's my guy right now. Um, I love picking him up in FanDuel, but yeah, I'm going to go with Cleveland 24-10. Not much more to say after that. Um, we'll see what happens. But they could turn back into the Browns and just decide to let Baker Mayfield try to lead the way and throw six interceptions. But we'll see. All right, moving on. Um, next game on the slate here, we got the New York football Jets traveling to Indy and taking on the Colts. Uh, this line has changed several different times. Right now, it's at a minus 11 and a half for the Colts. Over-under is 44 and uh, I, I I go by the, like, you, you got to go with Indy, right? Like, you just have to pick them. Like, the Jets have shown nothing, okay? I, I said that about Minnesota, that I haven't found anything good, and I, I got to recant that, that statement because the Jets have shown me nothing good as well. Like, they're they're a terrible team. They're a terrible franchise. I have a terrible head coach. Everybody quits on them. Uh, Sam Donald's just getting his bra- brains battered, and he's basically the next David Carr. It's sad to say, but... Yeah, I'm rolling with Indy big time in this game. I really don't like betting with Philip Rivers at uh, advanced age, Philip Rivers, but 38-13, blowout, moving on. Um, Ruder? Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, I think that Indy wins this game. I, I think that Darnold might, because the, the Colts scare me. I'll say this. I In my survivor pool, I did go with Indy this week over the Jets. I think that Indy wins this game for sure. I'm just not convinced that they do it by 11 and a half points where the, where the line is moved to, but uh, I could see Darnold picking up a cheap touchdown late. Uh, I like Crowder maybe to get in the end zone later. He's out like that. Crowder's out. He's out. Oh my God. They like have, literally the Rudy, they have no, no, no offensive I, weapons. Like Bashad Perryman. Oh, that's what I, thought I, I didn't get the call. I thought for sure. Gase would give me a ring if, uh, if they lost another receiver. So I didn't get it. So I thought Crowder was playing, but I, they called me, you're signed to the practice they called squad. You. Yes. Okay. You're signed to the practice squad. I'm your agent. So I think despite you lining up at wide out, uh, the jets still lose this game and, uh, well, fuck it. Now you've convinced me. We're going to go, we're going <laughs> to go with the Colts. 
we'll call it uh 30 to 10. We'll go with the over and uh, yeah, Colts, Colts all day. Yeah. Tim. Yeah. I, I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but the jets are just horrible. Um, I think this is one of the last times you see Adam Gase hop on a plane and travel. There's no way he makes it to week seven, in my opinion. Um, he's, he, he's horrible. He's done nothing to help his young quarterback. Um, I got 28-10 Indy in another ugly game for a New York quote-unquote base team. <laughs> yeah, we, me and Ruder actually played a game about, uh, last week about that. Who's going to be the first head coach fired? I think we both agreed on Gase, didn't we, Ruder? Yeah, we, we said Gase, and uh, there was somebody else that was Matt on Patricia. the hot seat. Yes, it was Matt Patricia. Yes, we right. both went Patricia and Gase were, were the two that leapt out at us. But I, Gase, again, going back to his Miami days, always uh, you know came with this quarterback whisperer type of uh, reputation. And I just never saw it. I, I never saw anything from him that showed me that he was anything special. Uh, the, the most special thing that I saw from him was that goofy press conference he had was he, he was being introduced to the, uh, the, the Jersey fans of uh, the, the New Jersey Jets. With the bug eyes. Yeah. He's it's a weirdo. That guy. Yeah, he is. Nobody That's likes, not. nobody likes a weirdo, Bryce. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Nobody likes a weirdo. Check. All right, moving on here. We got the Carolina Panthers going against the L.A. Chargers. Traveling to the L.A. Chargers. Uh, right now, the Chargers are the favorites, minus six and a half. Over under is 43 and a half. Uh, Tim, what you thinking, my man? I think uh... – Christian McCaffrey was that team. I love Teddy Bridgewater. Love the story. I don't think he's there to carry that team. Um, and Herbert looked solid. Um, go figure. Tyrod gets his lung punctured by a doctor, but that's, that's crazy you, shit ever. Right. So, I mean, not the way you want to make your first start, but it's a start and he looks great. I got the chargers. I'm going over on it. I think it's just going to kind of be a sloppy game. Um, I'm taking Chargers 31-24. Um, I just I don't think Carolina has much beyond 22. Yeah, um, I'm in a similar sentiment. I think I think it's gonna be lower scoring. I think uh, I think the Chargers are gonna go like more ball control with him. Herbert looked awesome against KC. Like he looked he looked phenomenal. He made one mistake and that was that interception. He should have just ran for that first down. But other than that, man, for a rookie debut against the defending champs, you can you really couldn't ask for a better game. Um, I, I got it as a score of uh, 17 to 14 field goal win for the Chargers here. Teddy Bridgewater, I like him as well. No Christian McCaffrey. Offensive line is not good. Defense isn't really too good. The receivers are pretty solid. I do like they, uh, their set of receivers there for him, but I don't think he's going to be able to put up enough points traveling to Los Angeles. And that Chargers defense is legit. Like that defense is really good, even without Durbin James. Ruder, what you thinking? So just to be clear, you're, you're actually taking the Panthers with the spread then, Bryce? No, no, I'm actually, yeah, I am. I am taking the Panthers with the spread. Okay. But I got I, the Chargers winning the game. I like that. I like that. I, I actually uh, I actually agree with that. I think a little bit higher scoring. I think the Chargers win. I think Christian McCaffrey was the heart and soul of that team, and I think losing him, that's just got to be incredibly deflating. Uh, I thought Bridgewater played very well. I, I, I kind of like his weapons over there in uh, Moore and Robbie Anderson. They're pretty solid, I right? I don't know if any of them are hurt, Bryce. I mean, you could you could fill me in. Is anybody hurt over there? I, I don't know. I, I, uh, I'm Crowder. Are they, are they healthy? Yeah, they're both healthy. The receivers are healthy. Doesn't matter. Chargers win anyway. And I got to tell you. Kawan Short's uh, hurt. Short is hurt. Okay. That doesn't change my opinion either. I think that the Chargers win it. 
Uh, I'm still going with, uh, I'm still going to roll with the under here. I'm going to call it, uh, sure, 20 to 17 Chargers. And uh, I have to, it would, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that uh, my favorite meme of the week came out from the NFL. It said that TMZ just released photos of Tyrod Taylor's doctor. And it was uh, <laughs> Justin Herbert wearing a mask with a syringe. And uh, that was about the funniest thing I had seen all week. Yeah, they was going in on my man. Oh, I seen the, oh my the, God. the doctor from uh, The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, it, it's yeah. been rough. Brutal. What a, can you imagine what a brutal way that's, that is some Buffalo luck. That's still just clinging with Tyrod. Uh, the, the up and down career that this guy's had finally finds another starting job and the team doctor gives it to him. He got to be able to suit a team, right? Like that is like, what the fuck? Like a doctor know. punches your lung before I, I the game. And Tim, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I've ever heard anything like that in any sport ever of a team doctor actually inflicting an injury on a player that's got that's, that's gotta be new right uh he did the exact opposite of what he's supposed to do yeah that's a little softer than i'm used to um i actually heard a story that he can't sue because of the um there's something in in the contract with the players that if a team doctor does something like that there can't be any repercussions to the doctor wow wow that, that could might, be wrong. I could. So I the doctor would have fucked around and killed the man. Like it just would have been like, oh well, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's why we drafted Herbert. That's what happens, you know. You become a starter. That's what happens. <laughs> wow. I just feel like evil owners everywhere that want to get their young rookie quarterback playing time over their veteran is just like sh- just rubbing their hands together in the back somewhere, just looking at these uh, strategies for taking the QB yeah. out. Oh, boy. Next game on the slate here. Tampa Bay traveling to the Mile High City in Denver. They are the road favorites, minus five and a half, over under 43. Um, I don't feel good about picking Tampa Bay, but I feel like I have to. Like, uh, Denver, they're going to be without Drew. And uh, Driscoll, like, everybody's like, oh, he looked good against Pittsburgh. I'm like, all right, man, he had a decent moment. Sure, Pittsburgh wasn't losing that game, whatever people want to say. Um, I got Tampa Bay winning this game pretty handily, uh, and I like uh, the defense to really step up in this one. Um, I got them winning 24-6, and um, yeah, simple as that. Tom Brady, I, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of him right now, but I think they just, like, Denver don't got enough. Like, everybody's hurt there, too, as well, so. Um, Bruder? I, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh... This is this is going to be my candidate for for lock of the week. Um, I know that I know that there's another one coming up. You know, in in chatting before the show, uh, both Bryce and and Tim were, uh, you know, kind of they had their their eyes sight their their eyes locked in on another game uh, a little bit later to talk about. But this one's going to be the one for me. I think only giving away five and a half. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to win this one handily. I liked Denver a lot coming into this year. Uh, but uh, with Locke going down, with Cortland Sutton now losing Von Miller, I think was a huge blow. Uh, it's and I think Tampa Bay has underperformed this far. Tom Brady's the 24th best passer by yards in the league so far. That's going to come up. From what I understand, Godwin was a full participant in practice, so it looks like he might suit up. Uh, I think Tampa Bay wins this one um, in in easy fashion. I think it's going to be like 30 35 17. So I'm going with the over in Tampa Bay. Lock of the week, they they they're, they're going to come out very strong this week. What you think, Tim? I'm I'm thinking Tampa Bay. Um, 
for obviously, I mean, you guys kind of ran the gamut on there. Um, I agree with Edwin. You said that, uh, you know, Tampa has underperformed. I think we all expect so much from Tom Brady and all of the weapons that he has around him now. Um, I have 27 to 10. I really just don't think this ever gets close. Driscoll kind of looked lost to me, and I don't know if you can change that in a week. Yeah, I feel you on that one. All right, moving forward. Uh, next game on the slate here. Oh, oh shit, lost my place. There we go. Uh, we got the Detroit Lions traveling to the Red Hot. See what I did there? Red Hot, Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are home favorites, of course, minus five and a half. Over under is 55 and a half. Tim, what you thinking? I'm thinking Arizona looks scary. Um, I have them taking this down in somewhat of a shootout that Matthew Stafford never really gets to the end of. Um, I have the score at 38 to 28. Um, I would almost sew this up near a lock because Arizona has looked really freaking good. Kyler Murray doesn't get touched. Um, He literally can run away from everybody. Um, with that being said, I just, I think Arizona just kind of has this in a runaway in a game that may not look as close as the score, uh, as, as a lot of the games earlier that we were speaking about, uh, were going as well. What you think of Reuter? I'm just going to give him a ditto on that one. Uh, I can't imagine a scenario where the lions pull this one out. I really don't. Um, I was a little bit higher on the lions than a lot of people were at the beginning of the season. I thought, they, they show you glimpses like the, the beginning of the Packers game, they look pretty good. And then just suddenly Matt Patricia looks overwhelmed and he looks out coached in just every game that he's, that he's out there, which is, you know, I suppose not all that surprising from that bill Belichick coaching tree. Uh, those great coordinators just never seem to pan out as head coaches. And I think sadly for Detroit fans, it's, it's more uh-huh. of the same here with Mr. Patricia. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know that, to me, this this uh, this over looks awfully high at, at 55 and a half. Uh, I will say the Cardinals win by five and a half, but to me it's looking more like a you know 28, 28, 17, somewhere in that along those lines, because I don't think Detroit gets it going. So uh, Cardinals, but I'm going with the under. Um, I'm rolling with Cardinals 31, 21. And um, yeah, Kyler Murray, just fucking awesome dude. <laughs> like they they fleeced the uh, Houston Texans for the uh, for Hopkins and he's looked phenomenal. Um, the defense has looked better than what I expected. Chandler Jones still getting into the backfield. Patrick Peterson is still a very good cornerback. And uh, yeah, Kyler Murray, he's the X factor, man. He's looks freaking awesome. He's just a miniature ball of excitement. And I'm tuned into basically every Arizona game at this point. Uh, give me the Cardinals 31 21 uh, Lions Patricia he's gonna get fired soon so yeah, they're done playing for him anyways um all right next game on the slate here this game I think has the potential to be game of the week we have the Dallas Cowboys going up against the Seattle Seahawks and right now Seattle is minus five favorites and the over under is 57 um I have this as my lock of the week for the over under at 57. Cause I think this is just going to be a pure shootout, pure shootout. Um, both defenses are terrible against the pass. They're bad. They're bad defenses in general right now. Russell Wilson is locked in. He's my leading candidate for MVP right now. Um, I have it as a score of, oh shit, I lost my score. Hold on one second. My bad, my bad, my bad. I have it as a score of right now, 38 to 34. And uh, I got the Seahawks winning this one here. And I'm taking the over. I'm definitely betting the over on this one. What do you think, Tim? 
Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. I think you're going to watch a quarterback who is proving that he's going to be the MVP in the MVP chat by the end of the season and a guy that thinks he should be. Um, I got, I have Seattle 34, 28. I, I just think that they're already clicking on all cylinders. Russell Wilson looks like he's unstoppable. Um, I mean, DK Metcalf is an animal, uh, it's just not even fair watching him play. You can toss a ball up and you know that he's going to come down with it. Um, yeah, I, I have Seattle with the over 34-28. And Mr. Reuter? For me so far, what defines Seattle season are the, the deep balls to DK Metcalf uh, over the top. Uh, I don't think there's anyone on Dallas's roster that can even come close to stopping that. Um, I watched... When I saw DK Metcalf just manhandle Stefan Gilmore, uh, I thought to myself, man, that's going to be a tough combo. And the way, uh, the way Russell Wilson just drops that ball from 35 yards down the field in, into his arms, like, like he's just dropping it from, you know, from, from arm's length into a garbage can, just drops it right in there, uh, the ball falling down from the sky. I, I don't know how that, that gets stopped. I will say Chris Carson hasn't even gotten it going this year uh, yet. I think he's going to be... Uh, by the end of this season, he's going to be up there amongst league leaders in rushing, uh, despite the fact that it seems as though Pete Carroll's kind of turned the reins over to Russell Wilson and allowed him to, to just start airing it out, uh, which, which is smart. Uh, I think Carson probably gets it going against Dallas. Um, this, this is actually a tough one for me because I think that uh, Seattle has also shown that they're not, um, they're not without flaw. I think they, they put no pass rush whatsoever on opposing defenses. You watch that in both games. Matt Ryan had all day to throw, and there was a reason that Matt Ryan was the league's leading passer after week one. Uh, Cam, although he looked very good, was able to throw all over them as well. And I think, you know, all things considered, Dak could do the same here. So I like the fact that it's going to be a shootout. I like Seattle to win, but it's going to be a little bit closer of a score than that. So I'm actually taking Dallas with the points, and I could definitely see like a – We'll call it 30, 35, 31 uh, Seattle Cowboys taking it with the points. Yeah. Yeah. Just shoot out. <laughs> shoot yep. out. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I'd be, I'd be shy. I'd be very surprised if it wasn't uh, a shootout here with both of these teams. Both of these teams are plagued by the same defensive woes. And I think they both have pretty strong offenses that are going to put up some points. Yeah. I feel you on that one, bro. All right, man. Last two games. We got the Sunday nighter, the Green Bay Packers traveling to. The super is it still called the Super Bowl? Is it the Mercedes Benz Superdome now? I think that's what it's called now. Anyways, they're traveling to New Orleans to take on the Saints Sunday night game. Right now, the Saints are minus three and a half, or under is 53. Ruder, what are you thinking, sir? Well, the thing that I'm thinking is that before I watched the New Orleans Saints lose to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I would have called this along with uh, the next game that we're going to come up and talk about in a little bit, maybe the best one, two punch for night games that I've seen in a long time, the Sunday night and the Monday night game. I'm still very much looking forward to them. Uh, but as, as far as I'm concerned, the one thing that screams out to me with this Saints team is that Drew Brees, I think, unfortunately, as much as I liked him has, has fallen off. I, I think that may be it. Uh, for Drew, he, he can't push. Yeah, I think I think he he can't push the ball down the field like he used to. Uh, albeit Michael Thomas being out uh, hurts him. That's obviously his favorite target, but he can't get Emmanuel Sanders involved at all. Uh, you know, he he seems like he is in captain checkdown mode. If we're bringing back some 
some Trent Edwards nicknames for our fans at home. Uh, you know, Kamara looks great. I just, I don't think it's enough against uh, the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay uh, getting three and a half here is is just mind boggling to me. Uh, this is the game that I was referring to where I thought maybe the two of you would would pick this as your lock. Uh, I, I'm not far behind on that. I think Green Bay wins this one outright, let alone getting points. Uh, and I think they're going to be all over them. Uh, the Saints were exposed by Derek Carr. I can't imagine what's going to happen when Aaron Rodgers and the boys get after him. Uh, the, my last, I'm going to leave it with a question. I think that the the Packers win somewhere along the lines of like 35 to 20. Uh, so I actually like the over as well. But is is Devontae Adams playing? Do you guys know? He's listed as doubtful. Doubtful? Okay, so yeah, so not. yeah, we'll see. We'll even see even without, I think, you know, we've seen that Lazard can play. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he'll, he'll figure it out. Aaron Jones, my God, out of the backfield, catching or running, like the kid's an animal as well. Uh, Packers all day on this one. Tim? Yeah. Um, when I looked at this was just kind of jumped out at me and the fact that they have the line at three and a half is kind of, I don't know if scary is the right word, but they make the lines for a reason. So is there something that they know that we don't, they probably know a lot more than I do, but I, I, it's to me, this is green Bay in a runaway. I have, I'm taking the under on this at 31 to 17. Cause I think green Bay isn't going to have to do anything for a lot of this game. Yeah. I looked at this line when, like when it first opened up, I looked at the lines, green Bay was getting four and a half and then they dropped it down to three and a half. Cause I'm pretty sure everybody was just jumping on green Bay and I'm still staying on them. Like to me, like I said, I watched that, that, that game against the Vegas Raiders and Drew Brees is shot. Okay, like he's done. And I'm sitting there watching the game. Like I watched the Tampa Bay game. He looked trash. And then I watched the, the Vegas game and he looked bad. And I'm like thinking to myself, okay, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe maybe I'm just not seeing it. And then I went and looked at some stats. I got a, I got a stat here for you guys, all right? So, we, Bruder, you mentioned how he can't push the ball down the field, okay? So he, right now, all right, he has thrown for 472 yards, Okay. The yards that the ball has traveled in the air has been 160, and he has 331 yards off of yards after the catch. So he's just kind of dinking and dunking his way to all of these yardage. And uh, yeah, I'm good. Like he's done, man. I just watched Derek Carr carve up this New Orleans defense, and I watched uh, uh, as a Jacobs uh, also run pretty well, and Darren Waller. And Derek, like Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones is like, like Derek Carr and, and is like the great value version of Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to see Aaron Rodgers do what he just like even worse than that. Come on now. Like it's, I got it as a score of 40 to 21. I think it's going to be a pure blowout. Uh, Packers, by the way, back-to-back games, they have scored a respective 43 and 42 points. Give them another 40 burger. This offense is looking awesome. Even if De- Devonta Adams doesn't play. They're, they're going to kill this team. And, uh, yeah, this is my one of my locks of the weeks as well. So, boom, there you have it. All right, Bryce. So, so right here, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, uh, you me, take it me, away, my me, man. Me introducing this game for you. Please I've do. I've been doing it. It's been our trend here on Beat the Odds. Yes, sir. Next up on the slate, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, led by Mr. Pat Mahomes as the dogs. And you might be thinking to yourselves, what? How could the Kansas City Chiefs possibly be underdogs? 2-0 defending Super Bowl champions. But the reason that they're three-and-a-half-point underdogs is Mr. Lamar Jackson is going to be at home 
with his Baltimore Ravens, Bryce Benjamin's own Baltimore Ravens taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in what should be one of the best regular season games that we see all year long. Mr. Benjamin, I, I can guess who you're taking here in this game, but uh, let's, let's, let's tell the people anyway. There's no need to guess, man. You know what the vibes are. This is our year, man. Baltimore Ravens, we come in. The Ten City Chiefs, they have beaten us the last two years. Lamar Jackson is 0-2 right now against this Kansas City Chiefs team and Patrick Mahomes. However, in those two games, we have traveled out to Kansas City. And uh, now Kansas City is coming to the bank, albeit no fans, but fuck it. They're going to still feel the vibes. Baltimore, the charm city, man. We're going to be lit. Lamar Jackson, he's going to take these boys out, man. This isn't the same Baltimore Ravens team that they were a year ago. Lamar Jackson has taken the next evolution. He's reading, he's reading defenses. He's making excellent decisions. He's killing teams from the pocket. And let's not forget he has the legs to run. Defense is looking awesome. Right now we're ranked third in the NFL, only giving up uh, a total. Right now we're leading the NFL in scoring defense. Patrick Mahomes, awesome quarterback, still the best quarterback in the league for my money. But Lamar Jackson is creeping up right behind him. And I we don't fear the Chiefs. We are not fearing the Chiefs like every team seemed to do. I don't fear this team. I even got a bet with my cousin that if the Chiefs win this game, I have to take a picture and make that my profile pick on Facebook for a week. I'm not trying to do that. Lamar Jackson, this Baltimore Ravens team, is not going to let me down. And I got to win it convincingly too, right, Reuter? You ready for the score, my dude? I'm ready. Let's hear it. 30 to 10, 30 to 20, excuse me, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I almost went overboard. 30 to 20, Baltimore Ravens. We take it to the Chiefs. Big trust in the building. Whoop, whoop. Well, that's all I got to say about that well, game. Well, Tim, you, you heard it there first. Uh, he has put the stamp of approval of the bet with his cousin stamp of approval on this game. So, uh, Tim, take it away. What do you think? Sure. I might not ever be invited back to this show after you hear this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm about to Bryce. reach your mic right now. Bryce, <laughs> earmuffs. Like, go ahead, go ahead. Earmuffs. I, I honestly think that this game is going to come down to who has the ball last. Uh, I think that uh, this is the game of the year right now. Uh, going forward, I don't see any other game rivaling it until the AFC Championship when these two teams are probably going to see each other again. Um, I have KC. I have a, a 38-34 Kansas City. I have it just being a, a shootout, but they both possess the ball so well where it's not going to get into the 40s like it has before. Um, I just I think Mahomes just has – I'm not saying that Lamar doesn't have the poise. I think Mahomes just has what it takes to at the end of the game, even if it's seven minutes, two minutes, whatever it may be. He knows how to take a team down the field in X amount of time and just win a game like that. And I think that's what's going to happen on Monday night. All right, Reuter, you the tiebreaker, my dude. So I'm, I'm the tiebreaker here. Uh, at the risk of Tim never wanting to come back on the show again, uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against him here on this one. Uh, if, <laughs> if for no other reason, I think that this Baltimore team, you know, a lot, of course, and I think rightfully so, of the conversation so far has been, you know, Lamar versus Patrick, Lamar versus Patrick. And that's what the media is going to be playing up. And rightfully so. These are, you know, two of, if not the best quarterbacks, you know, maybe you mix in Aaron Rodgers this year with them, but two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And the one thing that I will say about this game is I don't know that it's going to come down to that necessarily. Uh, I think we've seen a, a slightly different Patrick Mahomes this year, by the way, he's not the gunslinger that he was. So I'm definitely going with the, the under on this one. 
I don't think that this is a shootout. I think that both teams are going to maybe slow this down a little bit. Mahomes has been coming up to the line. He's been reading defenses differently. They're a little bit more efficient. You haven't seen those huge plays to Tyree kill. And I don't think you're going to see them against Baltimore either. I think Baltimore's defense is very good. And ultimately they're a team that has less holes. I mean, you, you just, you, you can't name a hole on this Baltimore Ravens team. They, they, they rush well, they cover well, they throw well, they run really well. Um, they, they can do it all. And I think that ultimately that's what it comes down to. I'm going with the under, uh, I've got it as a, a close game, but we're going to call it uh, 27 to 20 uh, Baltimore. Also another key factor in this game. Um, I was looking at Patrick Mahomes losses and they all have a common denominator. So the team that beat him, A, controlled the clock. So the time of possession was in favor of the winning team. And B, they ran the ball, which kind of plays in with controlling the clock. So Baltimore, nobody runs the ball better than the Ravens. Like, you know, we, we set a record for a reason. And uh, I think that's going to be the game plan. And hopefully we stick to the game plan. And um, yeah, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen, man. Lamar Jackson and his running game and our defense. Last time we played these boys, we did not have... OJ the Juice Man, Marcus Peters. Now we do, and uh, yeah, got the best cornerback tandem in the league, and we're gonna we're gonna take it to these boys, man. I'm excited. I can't wait. Can't wait. What Bart Scott say? Can't wait. <laughs> what Kirk Cousins say? You like that? <laughs> nah, we're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna mention him. We're not. Gonna <laughs> mention him? We're not mentioning him. No. I'm not allowed to mention. Especially him? not for a Monday nighter. Hell no. Uh, it's prime time. <laughs> I can't mention Kirk, Captain Kirk, in prime time. You like that? No. So before we get out of here. <laughs> Before we get out of here, fellas, let the people, let's give them uh, some locks, all right? So let's give them three locks that we have um, that they can go bet on, you know, maybe put together a parlay or something of that nature there. Um, y'all want me to go first? Ruder, you want to go first, Tim? Tim, you want to go oh, first? Sure, I'll, I'll throw some out there. I like okay. this. This is fun. All right, so let's go with Tampa Bay uh, at minus five and a half. I think they're going to beat the Broncos by more than that. I like the Packers to win outright, let alone with the three and a half. And then let me take a look at one other one here that I pulled up earlier. I'm a little surprised here, but I am also going to go with the, oh, I like the, uh, I like the under on the Patriots game. Can I do the under in there? Does it have to be the point spreads or can it be the under? No, no, hell yeah, definitely. Okay. So we're going to go with the under on the Patriots game. Cause I really think that uh, that's going to be a lot lower scoring than people think. And then I'm going with uh, going with the Packers and, and the Buccaneers. Okay. Um, for my locks, I have San Francisco, New York, the under, that's a lock. I have Tennessee over Minnesota as a lock. I have Indy over the Jets. That's a lock. I have Green Bay over New Orleans. That's a lock. I have a lot of locks, by the way. I see that. You have I have, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping I hit this parlay. I have the over under of Dallas, Seattle lock. And that is it. Wow. <laughs> You've got Drew lock. <laughs> got the rap group, the locks. You mm -hmm. you just have every lock that there is. That's got a fact. Got lockdown defense. <laughs> no. Maybe. Maybe. Tim, that's it. Let uh, the people know your locks. Sure. I'm a Green Bay running away has got to be the lock if you're gonna have bet one game that has to be it. Um, I like Arizona uh, at that five and a half. Um, Tennessee, I like that one as well. And um, where does I have? I like the under on uh, Indy and the Jets because I think they're both just not good. <laughs> 
Simple as that, man. Yeah, that just seems bad. What I'm looking forward to now, what I like about this this group of uh, this group of games that we've talked about here is that you guys have given me another thing to look forward to this week. Uh, early on, I was I was already looking forward to big time, the uh, the Packers and Saints games and the Chiefs and Ravens game as we talked about, but now. I've got something to, to look forward to at, on the one o'clock games aside from the, the Bills game because uh, I am fully on board going against your guys' lock on that Tennessee game. I, I think Minnesota and Captain Kirk pulls this one out. I'm telling you, Bryce, for the people at home and shaking his head, no. Dude, you really was like hard. A, I'm telling you. Bro, bro you know what you sound like words. right now? You sound know. like the dude that's chasing after the girl. And she's giving you every single sign that she wants to keep you in the friend zone. And you just keep telling your boys, man, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel it like this time around, she's going to go on a date with me. And then you're just going to keep getting your heart broken, bro. Like, I have 30 Bruder, years of experience in that go. exact scenario. And I can tell you, I'm right this time. <laughs> this time I'm right. Kirk is my girl. I can just feel it. <laughs> you like that? I'm, de- that's, I'm, going, I'm dying on this Kirk train right now. Every I'm going time. out on that. I'm going out on that Kirk Cousins limb. Oh boy! Uh, hey, I'm not afraid to die out there. Listen, if we agreed on everything, it wouldn't be much of a show. I am looking forward to this game. I think Minnesota. Oh, fuck! Put Bryce, put it down on my lock paper. I want to put them on my lock paper. Is it too late? Minnesota's a lock Write for it you. Down. Minnesota's my lock now. Oh boy! The Loch Ness monster. Any lock you want, put them down. Kirk Cousins, you like that? Yeah, you gotta have all that. You gotta have all that. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, my dude, man, we really do appreciate you joining the show, man. This is a lot of fun. Definitely got to have you on again. Um, here, man, you have anything that you want to promote? You want to let the people know where they can find you, social media, things of that nature there? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Do not reach out to Tim. He's not interested. Leave and I roll tribe. Roll tribe. I like that. Roll tribe all day. And as I quote, nah, I heard the man. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, we do appreciate you so much. Make sure that you go and like our Facebook page, Sports Your Enthusiasm Sports Podcast. Tim, go like our Facebook page, please. Follow us on Twitter, S-Y-E Pod. If you have any questions, if you like our picks, if you're making some money off of our picks, man, let us know. Email us, sportsyourenthusiasmpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure that you are drinking more water. Ruder, let them know, man. Look, just drink the water already. It's I know, right? You'd rather have, you know, a Coca-Cola, right? You'd rather glass of milk with some cookies, right? I get it. Apple juice. Apple juice, okay? It's pumpkin spice season, right? Pumpkin spice coffee. I know you for want the lo- lattes. But for all things, just drink some water. Stay hydrated, would you? I mean, it's not, it's not hard. What it's is not it, difficult like, at all. Like eight glasses a day, bro? How many glasses are you supposed to have? I drink a gallon. You drink so- a gallon? That, yeah. no, that's yeah, that's probably too much. No, a gallon a day keeps the diet away, man. That's I think that's apples. But listen, <laughs> drink some water, eat some stay hydrated, too, stay it. healthy. A gallon of apples a day. <laughs> gallon of apples. <laughs> one gallon of apples a day. Definitely, <laughs> it it better keep the sand. It better keep the uh, the Chargers doctor away at least, right? Oh, yeah, for real. <laughs> Definitely soon? don't want that. Oh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Israel Adesanya, Paulo Casa. Who y'all got? Oh, Adesanya. It's got to be, right? I mean, how do, I, for Christ. I mean, it could go either way. It's a fight, right? But I mean, man, how do you bet against Adesanya? You can't. You can't. I agree. I did, yeah, I agree too. Adesanya, third round stoppage. That's a free bet for y'all. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Take care.